Welcome, welcome. And in today's show, we have the pleasure of speaking to Tim James, somebody who has had a phenomenal journey in the health section and somebody who is the, uh, the owner of Chemical Free Body and has his own podcast, Health Hero, um, The Health Hero Show. So welcome, welcome. And let's find out about Tim and about his journey and how he changed his mindset to get to where he is today. Let's find out. Money Mindset with Girl Khan podcast will help you to break free from your limiting beliefs, reverse your money shame and blast through your money blocks so that you can live a life of unlimited abundance. In this podcast, we will talk about energy tools and mindset strategies that will help you to understand and change your relationship with money, whether you're in a job, profession or working on your passion. Change your relationship with money to change your life. I'm your host, Gul Khan. Let's get started. Welcome, welcome everyone. It's Gul Khan here, your money mindset expert. And today we have the absolute pleasure of speaking to someone who I recently was introduced to, someone called Tim James. Now, you may have heard of him. He has his own podcast, The Health Hero Show, and he has his own line of products as well as coaching practice in the, in the segment of health, uh, health and wellness. Um, something called chemicalfreebody.com. So welcome, welcome, Tim. Hey, Gull. Thanks for having me on today. I appreciate it. It's an absolute pleasure, Tim. So tell everybody what it is that you do. I've given a brief introduction, but tell everyone in, in detail who you are and what you do, Tim. Well, um, what I do now is I, we, we do health coaching, which turned out, you know, it, it's actually turned into more of life coaching because in the beginning I was like, I transformed my health and then I started helping other people do the same thing. But Health was just one small part of it. You know, when, you're, when your health gets better, then the relationships get better, the finances yep. get better, yep. the, spirit, the spiritual side of things get better, relationships, career gets better, everything gets better when you have this vehicle working better. So we're kind of like health slash life coaching. We do private one-on-ones and group coaching in that. And then we have a raw food, real food uh, supplement line with no synthetics, no binders, fillers, or flow agents, which hopefully I'll have time to share later how important that is today when people are consuming foods. It's a very sacred thing and what you put in your mouth. And um, then we also have the Health Hero Show podcast where I just give a lot of information and interview a lot of cool people that have also transformed. Fantastic, fantastic. So that's, that's where you are, that's where you are right now and that's what you do at the moment. But let's get started. And um, let's talk about how you got started in this and, you know, give us a backstory in terms of where you were initially and how did you, how did you transition to be working in the health industry right now? Yeah, it's actually kind of a crazy story because I never thought in a million years I'd be doing this. I mean, I was always into health. I played baseball at a high level for about 30 years, but I grew up over in Eastern Oregon. And for those, it's it's kind of like Redneckville. You know, I had a we I grew up on a cattle and hay farm. Uh, between me and my best friend Mike McKinnon, we had geese and ducks and chickens and goats and cows and horses. And I mean, we had I had we had rabbits and dog cats. We had it all. We had everything pigs and we had a pig he was an ffa so we grew up out in the woods basically with a bunch of animals around us and we were big into hunting and fishing that's just what everybody did around there my dad you know i kind of groomed on that when i was a kid and got a little bb gun and you know and i so if we hunted a lot deer and elk and chuckers and pheasants and you know everything so that's all we did we we hunted and fished so what ended up happening was fast forward i get a family i moved down to portland oregon and, um, you know, you get a mortgage and you get into your career and you get busy. And, and then I stopped playing baseball cause my kids were getting older and it was a big time commitment. And I started putting that time into them. And, 
And eventually um, I started gaining a few pounds, <laughs> you know, and then a few more and a few more and every year. And then I finally found myself about 38 pounds overweight and not feeling good. I wasn't sleeping well. I was very tired. Didn't have a lot of energy. Um, I could literally barely get out. The only reason I would go walking is because I had to walk the dogs because they wouldn't walk themselves and I was responsible for them. Um, and then it got worse. Then I started getting acid reflux really bad. I was eating Tums and Rolaids. The doctor wanted me to go on to Prilosec, which is this like anti-acid deal. I didn't want to do it because it sounded weird. Um, and then I started bleeding rectally when I would go to the bathroom. And that went on for two years. And I had my head buried in the sand that I didn't tell anybody. And finally, we were on a, a, a vacation um, down in uh, northern Peru, um, just uh, in a place called Tumbes, and um, just sort of south of Ecuador. And um, I had to be life flighted, basically, you know, or to a hospital in Lima and get an organ removed. And I, that's when I realized my life was like really out of control. And I see my poor health uh, goal. It didn't just affect me. It affected everybody around me because yeah, I ruined please. a vacation for people. We're talking a lot of time of planning and a lot of money. And so that was really frustrating. And, you know, and here I come, I come back, but I still don't know what to do. And I'm like, I read lots of books and eat five smaller meals of the day and do all this and eat more protein for, you know, your muscles and drink milk for calcium and all for your bones. And I, I was following that stuff, but it wasn't working for me. So then uh, shortly after that, uh, a friend of mine on my baseball team, Kalei Mahoy, uh, was diagnosed with cancer and he was the fittest one out of all of us. I mean, he looked like an underwear model and um, he ended up dying 80 pounds under his weight. Um, on hospice, morphine drips, all that stuff. And he had three little boys from ages six to 17. Well, this was the first time that somebody my age had died of cancer. So it was like a wake up call because, you know, my grandma had died of brain cancer. My aunt had died of skin cancer and they, but they were older and you expect people when they get older to yeah, die of, of something. Course. But and cancer is a big problem, right? It's, it's huge right now. So, um, but this was somebody my age and then this was horrible. So we did a fundraiser for him because he didn't have insurance and all of us guys, the big macho guys were all crying at the funeral and and it was really a sad, sad moment, especially for those little kids. Yeah. Well, fast forward a few years, one of my best friends, Charles Arnell, gets diagnosed with chronic lymphocytic leukemia at age 43. Wow. And I'm, this is another, this is a blood cancer and supposedly incurable. Mm -hmm. And the doctor said, hey, all we can do is give you chemo when it gets bad, it'll knock it back, but then it comes back, it comes back with a vengeance, and then we'll put you on a, uh, you know, experimental drugs. And we hope to find a cure before you die. And that was like straight up what they said. So with that, he's like entrepreneurial, thinks outside of the box. He said, look, he called me into his office, broke the news, I'm devastated. I think I'm gonna lose another friend. And then he said, I'm gonna go to this Hippocrates Health Institute in West Palm Beach, Florida. Um, it's this like 65 year old um, detox and nutrition clinic started by this gal named Ann Wigmore, healed herself with stage four colon cancer with grasses and juices and herbs. So I was like, okay, whatever. And, you know, but I thought he was, I thought he was going to be, I thought he was going to die. I mean, cause my experience was you get cancer and you die. And I thought yeah. this was like, how could he go to this little podunk place in Florida and heal himself when there's, you know, millions and billions of dollars being raised, raised for the cure and all this genetic research. How could this little place beat the doctors Yeah, and all these scientists and stuff. So I was like, yeah, whatever. But I, I went with him to support him because he was my friend. And when we got there, on the way, actually, on the plane flight, he said, hey, by the way, there's no meat, there's no dairy, there's no salt, there's no sugar, there's nothing cooked. So it was all raw living foods and all these fresh juices. And I was freaked out, honestly. I was like, oh, my God, like no meat. I'm like, how, I'm going to die. I mean, I literally thought I was freaked out. But if it wasn't for him having cancer, there's no way I would have went to that place. There's no way. 
because um, of my mindset. My mindset was was jacked up on, on health. I didn't really know what I was talking about. I mean, look at me. I was a mess. I mean, I had all the, I, I had eczema on both of my elbows. I had a huge patch of eczema on my knee. I had this other skin problem on the back of my shoulder. It was disgusting. I was embarrassed, not just because I was overweight, but my skin looked terrible. Um, my elbows would crack and bleed on my shirts or people's couches. And it was, I, I feel horrible because you'd forget about it, you know, and like, I'm sorry, I didn't mean to bleed on your couch. So we get there on day one, they put us on these fresh raw juices and purified water my acid indigestion goal was gone day one. I'd never since then, since that day, January 1st, 2011, I have never had another Tums or Rolaid. And I was eating those things like candy. I had them in my car, my truck, my office, by the TV at the house. And, um, and so I'm like, I'm like, wow, I'm starting to feel better. And then um, I start, I'm going around with like a, a pad and a pencil going around trying to interview everybody because I can't believe this place is going to help Charles. So I'm really negative Nelly mindset. Yeah. Mm. And guess what? All I got was these real people and real stories and, you know, heal themselves one after another. And I'm like, a lot of them were coming back the second time, bringing a friend that was now wanting to heal naturally. And um, so they really focused on detoxing and nutrition and, um, People think they know about detoxing and nutrition, but you go there. This isn't just a healing clinic. It's a school. There's 40 hours of lectures for three weeks. They call it the Life Transformation Program. So you get 120 hours of re-education on how the human body works, what's going on in society, and how to, how to live uh, a normal life in a crazy world, right? So, But what we think is when we go there, our mindset is that place is crazy and this is normal. Yeah, but that's, not, that's not how it is. I mean, yeah. we have been so detached from nature and we just, we just need to get back to our instincts. we got to get back to nature and the body can heal. So what ended up happening was when we first got there, there was a, a doctor came out. It was a three and a half hour class called internal awareness. And this guy was really buffed. He had a lot of muscles. And I was like, wow, this guy's really got a lot of muscle on him, you know? And, and then during the talk, he said he hadn't had meat in 10 years. I just blew my mind. I was like, what? I was like, how is that possible? How could you have muscle on your body like that and you don't have any meat in you? So I'm sitting there going, what is going on here? Because he, he wasn't lying. And then he explained for three and a half hours from the time you eat food and the time it goes in your mouth and time it exits your body, what happens. And, and he was trying to sell us on getting a colon hydrotherapy session or colonic. You ever heard of those? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So for those listening, yeah, it was, a, I'm like, you know, I'll go. So anyway, it's basically you sit on a tube rectally and water goes in and out of you for an hour very gently and it cleans out your colon. Mm. And um, I remember elbowing Charles and saying, hey, look, dude, I come here to Florida with you, but I ain't doing that deal. <laughs> yeah, I'm not doing it. And then by the end of the, the guy's talk, I'm like, I was the first one. I'm signing me up, you know, because what he said was, is that most of us are carrying around about six to 12 pounds of impacted fecal material and mucoid plaques that are lining the small and large intestine. And wow. you want to clean, you want to clean that out because it harbors harmful organisms, viruses, bacteria, mold, oh. yeast, fungus, parasites. And you also have all this toxic chemical garbage from our environment that's in that sludge. So I show up at the deal to do the colon hydrotherapy. They weigh me. I go in and do it for an hour. I come back out. They weigh me again. I was 10 pounds lighter. Wow. I dropped 10 pounds. Now the record at that place was like one lady went in and in one hour she dropped like like 26 or 28 pounds, something like that. She had a wow. of funk and gunk and junk that accumulated in her colon, right? And the Royal Society of Medicine says that 85% of disease starts in the colon. And I, after what I've learned in detoxing and working with people's guts, they're right on the money. Mm -hmm. So um, anyway, so by the end of seven days, uh, the first week, I'd lost 11 pounds. My energy went through the roof. I looked at Charles and I said, dude, you're going to live. 
I'm going to do this program with you. I'm going to eat all plants except for bacon. I'm going to keep that. And, and we're going to do this, but you know, and then on the plane flight home, I, I read a book called the China study by Dr. T Colin Campbell. And it talked about the soldiers coming back 300 of them that were killed in combat in the Korean war in the fifties. And they dissected their hearts in their early twenties. These were men in their early twenties and their prime. And they already had like 73.6% of them already had severe onset of heart disease. And what was it caused from? Overconsumption of animal products. It's the animal fat and the bacteria in the meat that actually goes through the cardiovascular system and causes um, an inflammation state. And um, I'm like, oh crap, nobody eats more meat than me. I probably have heart disease. I'm, you know, I'm, tw- I'm, I'm 10, 15 years older than these guys. So I just cut out all meat. I went completely plant-based. And for those of you listening, I'm not saying that you have to do this to be healthy because after eight and a half years, I've come back and I'll have a piece of salmon here and there or whatever. I, I, I do a little bit, but it's just like, I eat just a lot of plants. So that's why I tell people just add more fresh plants into your life and, you, and, you, and you'll feel better. So here's the big, best part of the story. In two and a half years of following this lifestyle, when we got back, and it is a lifestyle, um, my friend healed himself of his cancer. He doesn't have cancer anymore, and it's been over wow. 10 years. And he went from bankruptcy in his business and cancer diagnosis to new business, crushing it, no cancer, healthy, picked up his guitar, started a band, and he always plinked around on the guitar in his co- college years, but he now he's just living life. And that's one thing that was really weird when I first got there is that a lot of the people there would be like, oh, you have cancer, and they'd be like, congratulations, you're one of the few people on this planet that gets a chance to really live. And I was like, what? Or then it's because you're like, when you realize that you're mortal and you're like, man, I got to get my shit together. I want to live. I want to do something because time is precious. And then these people start taking charge of their life and then they they heal. And the people that have the right mindset, they said, look, I'm going to heal. I will be cancer free by July 15th, 2022. And nothing's going to stop me. Almost every single one of those people I've watched over the last 10 years makes it. But it's the people who are like, well, I'll give it a try. Maybe so. Or I'm in fear mode. And you live in fear mode. You know, we know there's chemical reactions, cortisol and adrenaline. If you're not burning that up, it becomes a toxic suit. So the mindset, I can't even tell you how important it is to heal the body and to be happy. It is the number one thing that they taught at the thing at the Hippocrates Health Institute. And that's why they have really high quality psychotherapists there to get you in the mind frame of wanting to live. Amazing. Now, I, you've mentioned time and time again, the fact that you had to change your mindset. What was the biggest obstacle that came across? I mean, how does someone who's a, who's a meat lover, because when you were saying this story, I, I love my meat and I, I, I mm-hmm. think that I could ever be uh, be vegetarian or go meat free. I, I love I love fish. I love poultry. I love lamb. I even love beef. I'm I, I don't eat pork, of course, because of religious reasons. I never have, but I do eat all types of meat. Yeah. How did you? And uh, so I definitely understand. You know, coming growing up on a, on a on a farm like that, or you know, having access to animals and being a meat lover. How did you change your mindset? How did you control your willpower? This is something which is, <laughs> how did you do it? Because I'm finding, well, it sounds really good, but really, you know, <laughs> how would I even start? So I know you were, you were like, you were like me. I was like, just the thought of it, the proposition yeah, of having me. Like, is like, oh, you start feeling weird inside, like my ribeye steaks and I can't have my, my, my uh, salmon on rice with, the, you know, I love that stuff. And so there's two things. Number one, is that 
my body went through a physiological change. When you go there and you start putting in all these fresh foods and sprouts, I mean, the juices were even half sunflower, half pea sprout juice. Their other half was cucumber, celery. That's the staple there. Living foods for a living body. If you think about it, every single animal on this planet, every creature actually, eats a 100% raw and living food diet. We're the only ones that cook our food. So that's the first thing to realize. So we're, that's kind of an odd deal there. But I felt better. That was number one. And nobody could, I don't care how, how smart you are, or how a doctor or scientist, and you're telling me how great meat is. I'm like, dude, I've been eating that shit for 15 or 37 years. And now I've, I, I got to this point where I'm molding. I got all these skin issues. I'm tired. I stopped eating it. I get on this stuff and I feel like I'm 19. I had unbridled energy. I felt like, the, like I literally told Charles, I'm like, dude, we found this fountain of youth. This is what everybody's looking for, mm. right? So I had that experience that nobody could take away with me and that feeling of feeling young and feeling good and feeling vibrant again and starting to feel my ribs again. It was, it was amazing. I lost 60, or in 60 days, I lost all that weight. And all wow. my health issues gone within 60 days except for the huge patch of eczema on my knee now it did it did take two years to get all the internal in my gut and all that stuff healed up but it was okay I was getting better all the time the other thing is the education like that's why I said they educate you on stuff and they were talking about sushi right so they went through these slides and they pulled out one square inch of sushi and they look at it under a microscope and it has up to 10,000 parasite eggs in it and 72% of the parasites today do not die in the cooking process but then people would be like, well, what about the Okinawans in Japan? They're living, they're one of the centurions. Well, up until 200 years ago, the Okinawans, all that raw fish was fermented. They stopped fermenting it. So now we're getting more and more parasites. And then fish today is the most polluted of all animals. Because if you eat like, because this is, I, I was asking Dr. Clement this that runs the place. I said, hey, look, I, I don't eat that store raised crap. I mean, we raise our own beef. I hunt deer and elk. And he's like, okay, Tim, let me ask you a question. He's like, what do those deer go eat? And I said, well, at night they go down in the fields and they eat the farmer's fields. He's like, do they spray chemicals on those fields? And I was like, um, yeah, some of them do. He said, even if they don't, somebody 30 miles away will spray chemicals. And there's this thing called wind and yeah. it drifts and it gets on the plants. And in that creature's lifetime, he said, they'll eat that. And it's called bioaccumulation. All the toxins and chemicals bioaccumulate in the fat and muscle tissue. So when you're eating that deer or that elk, you're eating their entire lifetime of chemicals concentrated yep. in the flesh it doesn't yep. leave now that's where the sea creatures get worse because not only do you have the bioaccumulation of each species but you have biomagnification because the little fish are eaten by the bigger fish eaten by the bigger fish and up the chain it goes so by the time it gets to a salmon or a bluefin tuna it's massively concentrated with pesticides fungicides herbicides larvicides and the other hundred thousand you know chemical fertilizers and toxins that are in there plus the parasites and mercury, cadmium, and lead. So a lot of fish today, as a lot of people know, there's a lot of heavy metal poisoning. Yeah, we, have, we have this back in the Snake River and the Oahe River over in Oregon. They limit you to, they recommend you only eat like one or two fish every six months or something like that because there's, the mercury levels are so high. And mercury is one of the most toxic substances on the planet. And it yeah. can cause brain dementia and all this other problems. So you don't, want, you don't want to mess up your brain long-term. It's just not worth it anymore, right? So but for me now, I, I clean myself up. I, I know how to detox my body. So I'll have a piece of salmon here and there, but it's small. It's smoked usually. And, you know, I don't make a big deal of it because I'm always infrared saunas. I'm drinking tons of water and I'm always detoxing on a daily basis. My question would be then, so, okay, so find that, you know, we, we, I understand that animals would have all, all because of, there are pesticides and chemicals or whatever. But then how would you find raw foods? Isn't the same issue there? That, you know, that they, they, the plants are also contaminated. There's pesticides everywhere and, uh, you know, 
even in the seeds, is it organic seeds, there's GMOs, wouldn't the argue also come along there as well? Yeah, so this was a really, I, I had that argument too. So I was looking at it. Well, the first thing is like when they spray a crop, about 98 to 97% of what they spray in it leaves the crop and goes into the rivers and the tributaries and out into the ocean. Only about two, 3% stays on the plant. And that's what you consume. So you definitely want to avoid chemical plants. You want to buy only organic biological plants. Over here in the States, the little price lookup stickers on the, veg, the vegetables have to start with a nine. That means it's organic. If it starts with a four, that means it's conventionally grown with pesticides, fungicides. And if it starts with a three, that means it was genetically modified. So we want to stay from, away from hybridization. We want to stay away from genetic modification. We want to stay away from pesticides, fungicides, and herbicides. We want to eat heirloom seeds, things that are natural strains that have not been messed around by man. And then, and then you got a really good chance of having a healthy life. Now, I also looked at a breast milk study where they studied women that ate meat and standard American diets, breast milk in the mm -hmm. babies versus plant-based women that were just eating plants. Now, I don't know if those plants were organic or not, but there was like 98% less toxins in the breast milk of the plant-based women than there was for the meat-eating women. So that study right there was like, wow, okay, this makes sense. And the reality is, is like, I've been doing this for 10 years now, Goal. Like I said, I'll be 48 next June, and I literally feel like I'm 19 every day. I feel amazing. I feel mm -hmm. great. I have unbridled energy. I'm doing trail running up in the woods. You know, it's just like I can, I can do things that I want to do. If somebody's like, hey, let's go surfing. All right, let's go do it. You know, it's no problem. Let's go do this, you know. So I take care, I've learned to take care of my body and, and make it a temple, and I have that mindset now that I love self. I love self so much and I want to be a good model for my children so mm. they can copy me. And I want to be a good model for my friends and family and society and give them permission to change too. Not that they will, but you know, I, you can't force anybody to do anything, but you can inspire people by your own actions. I mean, I, I completely agree with that. Absolutely. And I think that's, and you, and you really are being of, and I think first, first and foremost, you're a role model to your children and then to people around you. And I completely understand that because that's my motivation for, you know, for what I do in my, in my own line of work. But coming back to your point now, um, I think before, uh, before we start the recording, we were talking about the environment and we we're talking about the toxins in the environment. And we've talked, we touched upon it a bit of here now in, in terms of plant-based food. Now the question would be here, Tim, there are so many, um, there's so much, the supplementary industry has just blossomed or, or exploded rather. And there are so many supplements out there. There's so many plant-based, um, you know, from Herbalife to Slim Fast to, I don't know, to mm -hmm. fruit. I think there's a, I think fresh fruits or fruit juice or something along those lines. There's mm -hmm. many, these uh, supplement, um, pro, you know, supplement milkshakes or plant-based foods out there. How is that different from what you teach or what you sort of advocate? What's the difference? Sure. Well, the first thing people have to understand is there is a, a silent killer out there and it's, the, I call them the noceums. You can't see it. And these are these toxic microscopic chemicals. You cannot see them. Automobile exhaust, jet fuel, rubber compounds off of tires. Right now your paint in your home and my home and the office here is off gassing chemicals and they're attaching to our mucous membrane and going down into our digestive tract. You can't see them. And over time, they bioaccumulate. They also bioaccumulate in the water we drink. If there's fluoride in the water or chlorine or chloramides or, you know, all these things that can be on our water today. Pharmaceutical drugs is an example. Where do people think they go? People consume pharmaceutical drugs and then what? They defecate and urinate them into the, and they go back out into the, into the environment. Mm. For If you drink tap water today, you're consuming all the, all the pharmaceutical drugs that that entire population in your area has consumed since the 1960s. 
In the United States, it's bad. One gallon of water in, in the worst places can have up to a half of a tablet of combined pharmaceutical drugs in a half wow. gallon of water. So we're, we're basically, and you can't see it. So it's, oh, it's no big deal. There's nothing in there. No, it is. It's a problem. Okay, it's a problem. And it bioaccumulates. Now, don't take my word for it. This is where I, I, I fell over backwards. And then this is when we started our company, Chemical Free Body. Type in the, have everybody, when you're done here listening to this podcast or watching this YouTube video, type in into the browser, umbilical cord and the word chemical umbilical cord and chemical. And you'll see the studies going back to 2005. They look for like 400 chemicals, let's say in the umbilical cord blood of newborn babies and these young mothers, the healthiest people on the planet, supposedly, right? And they are finding like 250 of them. They found 71% of what they were looking for and 180 of these chemicals caused cancer in humans, 212 caused developmental and brain disorders. And these studies kept coming out 2005, 2007, 2010, 2013, 2012. They kept coming out, but they're not being promoted on mainstream media. You're not hearing about it through the channels because those are controlled and those mainstream media is manipulated. You're only going to hear about this stuff from like podcasts like yours. Mm -hmm. So with that, I'm like, oh my God, we're all polluted. So I've been on a mission to bring awareness because that's the first step to what's going on and then give people the pathways to get that crap out of their bodies so they can start feeling better. I mean, it's a problem. When you think that we have over 100,000 man-made toxic chemicals that have been released, 2,000 new ones every year, and they only test one quarter of 1% of these things before they're released. There's no, there's no, nobody's watching them. There's no watchdogs. Nobody's taking care of this stuff. You and I and our friends and family and our children are consuming these microscopic chemicals. And all you have to do is look at the, the death rates of children from zero to five, the number one killer for children forever accidents. And from five to 16 accidents. But today the number one killer from children zero to five is now brain cancer. And that is, that is a chem that is, that is lack of hydration. That's chemical overload and a lack of nutrition. And then from five to 16, accidents is still the number one killer. But now the number two killer of children from that age is brain cancer. It's a tie between brain cancer and like uh, leukemias and lymphomas. So wow. these, are these are toxic pollutants. And again, the studies show, the, the scientists and the doctors said these are body burdens. And they, a lot of these substances cause cancer and they're bioaccumulating in our tissue and our brain and our organ systems. And they're causing problems. So I want to bring awareness to this. And I was freaked out. Now I'm not because I understand it and I understand what I do in my lifestyle on a daily basis is I'm always cleansing and I'm always detoxing. And when you do this, you can heal yourself so fast, it'll make your head spin and you won't age and you'll have like everybody else and you'll have more energy than people 20, 30 years younger than you. And it's awesome. I've got a question. Okay. Coming from, because I'm a parent myself and I know you're a parent. How mm -hmm. support this with your children then how would you actually support their um, intake because you probably know this as well feeding them normal uh, food is is a mission how would you feed them something like this I mean, you know or how do you change their mindset how do you how do you approach them with this well there's two ways of doing it you can be you know just take over and say this is the way it is and then both parents have to be on board together moving forward and you need to set them down and educate them because it's just like hey you're stepping you know you're you're, you're stepping you're going to step on a landmine Okay. Your life's not going to be good. I mean, look at the kids today. The kids over in the States, they're overweight. I mean, I see them in grocery stores, my heart. I mean, I'm watching what they're eating. I see their parents. I'm like, Oh my God. And it's, it's, it's hard for me because I, I know what the problem is. And it's, it's not their fault. They're a product of a poor environment. You go into the grocery store and I'll just put it to you this way. 85% of what's in a healthy health food store shouldn't be consumed by humans. This is a good health food store and 85% of it's not good for you. So um, the other thing is, is to be the example, start changing yourself and changing your, changing your diet and lead by example. That's the best thing to do. 
Like we, I have this a lot with a spouse and they're like, I really want to help my wife. She's got cancer. What should I do? I was like, change yourself, become as healthy as you possibly can and live by example. And then maybe she'll come along. You know, that's all you can do. That's, that's basically all you can do. And then you asked me a question earlier about, about supplements. 92% of the supplements today on the market are synthetic. Most people don't know that 85% of the supplements are owned by pharmaceutical companies. There's pure, pure synthetics, but they put little labels on them and Hey, we're from, you know, we're from, you know, whatever, New Zealand or Montana. And they put a couple on there with a picture and it's pretty with flowers, but it's a synthetic and it's not, it's going to lower your immune system. Synthetic vitamins are, and all synthetics come from crude oil. They're acid based and they don't work well in a, in a carbon based body, which we have. Mm -hmm. So you want carbon based supplementation. So 92% of the supplements you have, so you have a 9.2% or 92% chance that what you're consuming in your cupboard is a toxic chemical. Now you're left with the 8% that are whole food or food based, but some of them, they synergize with synthetic chemicals too, because they're cheaper. And, um, and, and then even if they don't, even if they have a really good whole food, real food product line like ours, they also, then they send them off to a manufacturing facility and then they put binders, fillers, and flow agents that are toxic. So on all of our products, we put this red lettering in there saying this stuff to, so people can look at it and like, go check, go check your labels. I'll bet you have, I'll bet you have some silicon dioxide in there or maybe some dicalcium phosphate or magnesium stearate. Well, what's that? Why is that a big deal? Well, magnesium stearate can come from diseased cowhides. It can come from genetically modified corn or genetically modified soy that's going to mess up your hormone system. How many women are having thyroid issues today? Hashimoto's, you know, all these Graves disease. Um, silicon dioxide is a level three toxin on the EPA's toxin list, yet it's in most supplements. They use these as binders, fillers, and flow agents. So I'll give you an example. Americans, we like to have, when we buy something, we want our money's worth. So could you imagine taking a capsule, putting a few, drop, few grains of synthetic chemicals in there, and then it's empty? No, Americans want it full. So they fill it up with, with fillers, toxic fillers, mm. or these flow agents, they're encapsulation machines. They go very rapid and these materials would cake up. So they're anti-caking. So the, the speed of production. So it doesn't do any good for your health, but it's all about money, right? So our stuff is all gathered by hand. It's sun dried or air dried over a, over a one to two day period under 110 degrees to make sure that the enzymes are still intact. So it's actually has life force when you take it and it's just real food. And I'm not putting any of that crap in my body, none. So, um, and we help people get it out. I definitely wouldn't want to put it in. Oh my goodness. I mean, you've given us so much food for thought, literally pun intended, not pun intended, but it <laughs> really has been amazing. And I have for one, have, uh, while you were talking, was processing like, why am I intaking? And I'm, I'm, I'm actually a very healthy person. I, I drink a lot of water. I do have supplements and I, I pay, um, I, you know, I pay quite a lot of money for it. I'm thinking, I have mm -hmm. to <laughs> the labels of my supplements to exactly what's in, in those oh, it's got me thinking and it's not good just got me thinking for myself but even everyday things which i know are toxic because i think because i'm an energy worker so i'm very sensitive to it i know that you know everything else has energy you know car fumes and when you are inside and everything but i hadn't put it to to the kind of extent that you've actually mentioned now that everything even the paint on the walls is giving off chemicals which i do know uh, intuitively of course it is and somehow it's having a detrimental impact on my body because we're not, you're not supposed to be sitting in this sort of environment. This is a man-made no. and it's not good for your health. We're actually supposed to be outside in the, in the natural environment and actually soaking up the sun and, you know, being connected to nature. It's because we are nature and people forget that. Yeah. 
I think I think this is very important point to make, make to uh, to focus on. We are organic. We are organic, and a lot of the things that we deal with are inorganic. And by the sounds of it, what you've just told me, even the supplements we're taking, we're taking inorganic supplements then, right? Because yeah. there's all of the synthetic stuff in it. That's inorganic, and that's what's going, going to um, not exactly flow with our energy, is it? So it's going to interfere with our energy. And I'm all about energy, so I completely understand where you're coming from. Just gives a lot of, uh, a lot of um, more research to do to, and learn, a lot more to learn for ourselves and as parents so that we can actually give our children a better start because at the moment... I think I'm giving them a good start, but by the sounds of it, I probably have to go and do my homework again and do more research on that. So yeah, we, we help a lot of parents, like how to help them get pregnant. We help them with breast milk. We help them stay healthy, raise healthy children. It's, it's very easy to do because it's just plugging back into nature is what it is and keeping, keeping them clean. So. Yeah, it is. It is. It literally is going back to the basics, which is really, really important. Something that we've missed actually, hasn't it? So mm -hmm. um, what would be your tips for somebody listening to this podcast at the moment? What's your, what's your tip? Well, Gold, I am very glad you asked that question. So I, we, I like to share our, what we teach our core four secrets. This is before you take any supplementation, before you do anything. I, after having over 4,000 people to my house for juicing classes and live raw food dinner classes, um, I get all these people buying juicers and start juicing. But after 30, 60 days, the juicer's under the cupboard because it was expensive and it was time consuming. And then the, you know, it's no support in the house or whatever. And they just like, forget about it, even though they were feeling better. So um, I, I went and interviewed over hundred people. And I said, what do you need? And they said, I need something simple. I need a plan. So I went back and I thought, what could I share with them that would make the most impact with the least amount of effort? I originally came up with three things and then we've added a fourth one. So here they are. Number one, and less than 5% of the population is doing this. You drink half of your body weight in liquid ounces of purified water daily. And that's the key word there is purified because again, there's toxic chemicals in, in, the, in the water today. Now, if you're in the city, there's a little, little extra. The water also needs to be restructured because if you're on city water on high pressure pipes, that high pressure water coagulates those molecules and then you, you just drink it and you pee it out. It won't absorb very well through the intestinal line because the molecules are too big. And it's like throwing a bowling ball against a chain link fence. It just bounces off. So the, the water has to be restructured, make it really tiny. So it goes through the intestinal wall and go through that chain link fence. And it's a game changer. Um, I had one lady do this and in eight, eight months, she dropped 50 pounds. Wow. She's trying to lose weight, right? Mm -hmm. You know, it's so important for weight loss. It's, it's huge. Your lymphatic system works with it to remove garbage from the body. Your lymphatic system works on water, oxygen, and movement. That's how we remove garbage from our body. Your brain, not having enough water uh, would be the difference between finding your keys or spending 10, 15 minutes hunting around for your keys. It lowers IQ when you don't have enough water in your brain. Now, anytime your body needs water, where's the first place it goes? goes to the colon and then the colon gets dried and impacted over time. And that's why everybody's carrying around six to 12 pounds of this funk and gunk and junk because you're not drinking enough water. It will absolutely change your life. It's the first thing people should do. All right. Um, number two, um, less than 4% of people are doing this and that's chewing your food until liquefied. This is everything. When you're eating food, you have teeth for a reason, right? They're to break your food down. But more importantly, you have two ducts in your upper mouth and you have four ducts in your lower mouth that secrete the enzymes amylase and lipase that breaks down your starches and your fats. So you work really well, chew your food really good, and then that amylase and lipase goes down into your stomach and that's where it digests your starches and your fats. 
Now the proteins are already have stuff down there that has hydrochloric acid and a substance called pepsin. That's going to break down your, um, your protein that's already in the stomach. And then off it goes through the duodenum and it goes from acid to alkaline and then goes into the small intestine and absorbs well for good absorption. Now, let, again, less than 4% of people are doing this. And here's the really cool thing that I learned from Dr. Gabriel Cousins, who's like 80 and can do 30 pull-ups. Okay, so I'm listening to that guy. And he said that the, when you chew your food really well, you're actually stimulating the meridian points in your body that produce serotonin, which is our happy juice. How many people are depressed today? A lot. Number one pharmaceutical drug selling in America is depression medication. You can increase, listen, I'm just going to hold your hat on this one. You can increase your serotonin levels, your happy juice, by up to 500% just by chewing your food well. Oh, wow. <laughs> Way more than a pill could do. It's amazing. So if you're depressed, start chewing your food. It'll change your life. Core secret number three, less than 2% of the population is doing this. Now that you've worked really hard to chew your food and, and, and load that food with those enzymes, avoid liquids with meals. You, want it, you don't want to dilute those enzymes because if you do, you're going to go from, from good digestion and assimilation right back to gut rot and fermentation because there's only two things that are going to happen. Your body's going to digest it and absorb it or it's going to ferment it and get it out because the body's got to get that stuff out because it's 98.6 in there, baby. So for the beginners, stop drinking liquids a half an hour before you eat and then wait an hour after you eat and start drinking liquids again. If you're in stage four disease or you're wanting to win an Olympic gold medal or just look as young as you possibly can or feel as good as you possibly can, stop drinking liquids an hour before you eat and wait two hours after you are done eating before you drink liquids again and then drink a lot of them. Mm. That's core secret number three. And then the last one, core secret number four, is to do some breath exercises or breath work prior to eating only one to two minutes. And why is that? We live in a stressed out life. Would you agree? Yes, absolutely. Yeah. And even if you don't think you're stressed, you are because just driving down the road at 65 miles an hour or, you know, 70 kilometers an hour, or whatever, that's not a normal thing for humans. We're not supposed to move that fast. Could you imagine grabbing somebody from a thousand years ago, throw them in a car, going down a freeway and they're going, you know, 80 kilometers an hour. They're going to freak out and probably have a heart attack. What's going on? It flips them out. So we are stressed. We have emotional stress, work stress, family stress, COVID stress. We have all this extra stress is going on. Turn off the news, for God's sakes. That'll save your life. And, 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 and what happens is, is that the blood leaves the organ systems and it goes out into the extremities in this fight or flight mode. So you can fight or flight. You can run. You're not going to digest your food that well. So here's what you do. Right before you eat, you just take a big breath in through the nose, and then pause, and then release out through the mouth. Just a nice, long, gentle, slow flow, and then repeat that process, and just do it for a minute or two. Allow the blood to come back into the organ systems so you can digest your food, and guess what? Less than 1% of the population is doing this. You stack these things together, and I promise you, your health is going to radically change and it's going to improve for the better. Your digestive health is going to get better. Your gas and bloating is going to get better. And I know this because we talked earlier before this happened because I ran, we, over, we sold out of our green juice product, the green 85 stuff for 40 days we were out and we were calling everybody and letting them know and all that. And this people were like, I'm already feeling better on those core four secrets. They hadn't even gotten the supplements yet. Now imagine what happens when they get on the detox and the nutritional stuff and they start getting all these chemicals and toxins out of their blood and their tissue and they clean up their organ systems and their colon and their, and their small intestine. You're going to feel amazing. So that's it. Those are the core four secrets. I hope you just start, start with one of them and get that down and then go to the next and get that down, go to the next, get that down. 
And um, you'll see, it'll prove itself to be true. I love them. I love all of them. Water, I think this is just do a quick recap. The first one was water. The second was chew your food more effectively. Actually, until it's actually liquefied. Thirdly was avoid. I think it was avoid of liquids. Lick. Liquids with diet. Um, and half an hour before, an hour after, ideally. Um, if, but if you really want to go full out, an hour before and two hours afterwards, and then make sure that you consume a lot of water to, de- you know, to cleanse yourself out. And the fourth one was to actually d- breathe deeply and to slow down, breathe, take deep breath in. And I actually do this as well. I have the 6363 breathing method where you can breathe in a long, deep breath in from the nose, hold for a count of maybe three or six, and then long, deep breath out from the mouth. Breathe mm-hmm. in your nose, hold, and then breathe out from your mouth. And you repeat that three, four times, and that will calm you and center you, and then go and enjoy your food. I love those tips. They're absolutely yeah. fantastic. Thank you so much, uh, Tim, for sharing. You're welcome. And be grateful. Absolutely. <laughs> and I, I think this is one thing that I, I really do on a, on a daily basis. Every time I consume my food, I'm thankful for it. And be really be mindful of what you're eating and be grateful to Divine Sunny the fact that you have such amazing food in front of you. So Tim, we have one last gift from you. I think you are, you are offering a special discount to our listeners. So tell us more about that. Yeah, if anybody would like to try any of our detox products, um, they can just go to chemicalfreebody.com. And then under the product section, there's actually a drop down that says savings bundles. That's where I usually send people to get started off because you can get a little bundle discount deal. And um, we put a first time purchase a 5% discount code on your first order. And that 5% discount code, just type in money mindset at checkout and you'll get 5% off your first order. Thank you so much for creating that for our listeners. Thank you so much, Tim. And to remember that every, all the links that Tim has been speaking about will all be in the show notes as well. So do, do know that, I mean, if you have the chance to write it down now, that's okay. Otherwise, if you come back, all of these links will be on the show notes as well. Well, thank yeah. you so much for being such an amazing Tim. I think we're going to probably have to have you come back because I've learned so much from you. And I think there is so much more to learn. I would like to come and work with you. So I'm sure most of our listeners would as well. Thank you so much. Um, oh, thank you. Thank you for having me on. And if, if, if people would like to get some more information from us, again, they can check out my podcast, The Health Hero Show. That's all free. And I go deep on detoxing. I go deep on proper food combining and a lot of other cool things so they can, uh, you know, just get to know me better as well. And all other links of the website for Tim will be on the show notes as well. Thank you, Mm -hmm. Tim. Thank you so much for being here and being an amazing guest and being, giving us so much, so much. Um, It's been, it's been slightly longer um, a podcast than usual, but I think we've all enjoyed and we've enjoyed listening to you and learning from you. Thank you. And for those listening and watching this um, this YouTube video or listening to us on the podcast, thank you so much for joining me. I will be back uh, next week with another guest with another fabulous inspiration story to help you along with your with your life and with your abundance journey until the next time we meet this is Gul Khan signing off take care and bye for now if you want to learn more about my energy tools and mindset strategies then please visit my website www.gulkhan.com that's g-u-l-l-k-h-a-n.com and if you want to take part in our five-day millionaire mindset makeover challenge where i deep dive into energy tools for abundance then please go to www.millionairemindsetmakeover.com and register. I look forward to being your mentor in our next five-day challenge. Until the next time we meet, this is Gul Khan. Take care and bye for now.